Hello, and welcome to another episode of BMS, Bible Made Simple. I am your host, Pastor Dr. Yvonne Scott Miller. Today is June the 7th, 2020. We are in the sixth month of what I call the North American coronavirus because it's been on the shores of North America now reportedly for a little over six months. It's been a season of social isolation. It's been a season of social distancing. It's been a season of don't touch. But over the last two weeks, I found that my interaction with my patients and with other people has changed. I recount that a patient of mine came in several weeks ago. She was a lady who I had been seeing for years. And we were so excited last year because her husband was getting ready to retire. And they had placed their property or their home on the market and it sold quickly. And they had purchased a large lot, a large plot of land in the mountains. And now they were moving to the mountains to live. And so she was so excited last year. And so when I walked in the room, I I looked at her and the first thing I said is, how is retirement going? And she looked at me with a strange look. And she said, Dr. Scott, two weeks after we moved to the mountains, my husband committed suicide. And I didn't hesitate. I, I didn't wonder. I quickly reached over and grabbed her and gave her the biggest I love you hug I could give her. I gave her a hug that says I love you, a hug that says I'm sorry, I'm a hug that says I'm sorry I wasn't there for you. It was a hug to say that I care and that I love you and that I'm concerned about what's going on with you. There was a young lady. She walked into my office several weeks ago We did her annual and we discussed her concerns and her problems. And I noted in her chart that she'd had a procedure several weeks ago. I didn't mention it. But as I walked out the door, I said these words to her that God had said to me in 2007. There is no soul ever lost. There is no soul ever lost. And when I said those words, she began to cry and weep with the pain of a woman who had just lost her child. She cried and she wept so strongly, I did nothing but just put down the paperwork and go and hug her. Go and touch her. Go and love on her. I didn't need to give her words. I just needed to be there to hold her and to let her cry till she could cry no more. I just needed to be there for her, to show her touch, to show her that I cared, to show her that her pain mattered. She's not the only one. There have been many, many more touches. I find myself now, instead of walking out of the room, not saluting them or greeting them, just touching them as I walk out the door. I guess I'm just a touchy-feely kind of doctor. But I'm also a touchy-feely kind of minister who serves a touchy-feely kind of Jesus and a touchy-feely kind of God. If I were to go to Mark, the first chapter, 
the 40th verse. I would see Jesus with no fear reaching out to a leper. The leper says, be healed. Will you heal me? If you are willing, you can heal me, Jesus. And Jesus answers, I am willing. And he reaches out his hand and touches the man. No fear. If I were to read Mark 1st chapter 30th verse, I would see how God, how Jesus touched Peter's mother-in-law and she was healed. If I were to keep on browsing through the scriptures and I were to read Matthew the ninth chapter, the 27th verse, I would see the story of how Jesus opened the eyes of two blind men and the word says, then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. Jesus was a touchy-feely kind of evangelist. He was a touchy-feely God with us. Not only in those scriptures, but I could peruse the scripture, Mark 7, 31. Jesus cures the deaf and the mute man. If I went to Mark the 8th chapter, he took the blind man, by, blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And Jesus opened the eyes of the blind man. If I were to, to read more of a blind man, I'd see not only did he touch the one blind man, but, but he spit in the ground and he made mud with his saliva and he put, the, put it on the man's eyes. That would be John 9th chapter, first through the 38th verse. You see, Jesus was a touchy-feely kind of evangelist. He was a touchy-feely kind of God with us. God told me to use as my teaching scripture today, Matthew 18th chapter, the 19th verse. Matthew 18th chapter, the 19th verse. And it reads in the King James Version, Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. I'll read it again. Matthew 18th chapter, the 19th verse. And again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. The word of God to the people of God today is simply this. Don't take out the touch. Don't take out the touch. What does he mean by that? When he gave me Matthew, the 18th chapter, the 19th verse, the first thing he did was say, go to the other uh, books, the other Bible um, translations and see what it says. And it was only in the King James Version and the American Standard Version and the Jubilee 2000 Version was the word touch included. 
all the other versions, the Amplified, the 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 new uh, NLT, New Living Translation, the NIV, the New American, the Standard, the New King James Version, the the Berean, the Christian Standard Bible, the Contemporary, the English Version, the International Standard, the Message Bible, the ESV. None of them included the word touching. He says, don't take out the touch. It says that as if if two of you shall agree on earth as touching, as in this scripture is an adverb describing a verb, touching. As is an adverb describing the verb touching. God said, don't take out the touching, even in this corona season. Don't take out the touching, because the touching does more than you will ever know. You see, it is in the touching that you begin to activate heaven. If two of you will agree on anything on earth, touching, then it will be done of you, for you, of my Father in heaven. Touching, number one, activates heaven. Don't take out the touching. Touching, number two, transfers the anointing. Remember, I've taught this before, that the anointing is the power of God working through a man to bless many. The anointing is the power of God working through a man to bless many. Peter went into Ephesus and he met with the the 12 deacons and they said, Peter asked the question, excuse me, Paul asked the question, have you received the Holy Spirit since you became deacons, I'm paraphrasing it. And they said, we don't even know what the Holy Spirit is. We were baptized according to John's baptism, the baptism of repentance. And so what did Paul have to do? He had to touch them. And they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He touched them. It was Jesus. He had his 12 disciples And they'd been with him for three and a half years. And it was right before he ascended into heaven, he blew on them in John 20. He touched them with his spirit and they received the gift of the Holy Spirit. They they, they had touched his hand, they probably touched his shoulder, but there was a deliberate touch when he blew on them and they received the gift of the Holy Spirit. There was a, a patient, again, I'm reverting back to my office, who also came in two weeks ago. And she said, Dr. Scott, do you remember, do you remember last year when you prayed for me, you blew on me? And that blowing on me, she says, I lost all that anxiety. I lost all that fear. I'm not so worried anymore, Dr. Scott, because you blew on me and that fear had to leave. Your spirit touched my spirit and it had all anxiety and fear had to leave because I 
touched her with my spirit. God said that when you touch, that you activate heaven. When you touch, you transfer the anointing. And he said, when you touch, you bring healing. When you touch, you bring healing. Isaiah 53 and 5. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was touched. He was bruised for our iniquities. He was touched. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. He was touched. And by his stripes, we are healed. Jesus had to be touched so that when we touch, we transfer healing. And the fourth thing he told me to tell you about the touch, he says that the touch is a what would Jesus do? A touch shows the love of Jesus. A touch shows his compassion. A touch transfers his heart. A touch says that you are human. A touch says that I receive your humanity as a part of my humanity. A touch says that I care and that you matter. I watched the homegoing service this week of Mr. George. And at the very end, when the benediction was being given, his son was on the very front at the altar. And there was another man who was holding him as tight as he possibly could. There was no mask to mask. There was only an embrace of love, an embrace of compassion, an embrace that says, I feel your pain. I feel your hurt and that I care and that I love you and that I'm here for you. As this coronavirus season comes to an end. I'm not saying walk without wisdom, but I am saying what God says. Don't take out the touch. Because me, my God's children, need a touch. Until we meet again, be blessed and be a kingdom blessing. In Jesus' name.